0: This portion of the show is brought to you by Kim Dawson at Nova Home Loans.
1: This is the Jeff Orbit Show.
0: All right. Welcome, everyone. Thanks for listening. Jeff Orbit's here. Angela here as well. February 29th. Leap. Leap day. Day? Yeah. Leap Year? Day. Well, totally different.
1: Year, I think, too. But okay. today is the actual day. Why do we do that?
0: Remind me of the calendar issue. The reason why? Yeah, yeah.
1: It's because every year per calendar year is exactly 365 and one quarter days. Hmm. So in a normal year, we have 365, but there's always that quarter that's like left over. And so after four years, those four quarters add up to one day. So that's why every four years they insert the 29th in there. So we've got uh, an adjustment. Okay. It's like a catch up. Okay, day. so yeah. that's
0: that's today. Yeah. Well, how about that? Yeah. I always forget how many days are in each month. I'm I'm awful at that. Yeah. You know, I'll be like, oh, it's February 31st. Yeah, <laughs> I <right. laughs> get that. Usually, yeah. I know February, but yeah, the other ones, I'm like, which one's 30? Which one's 31? Okay. Right. Yeah. Well, now you know. Most yeah. of you maybe knew Owen that. Owen didn't I actually don't
1: know. know. He he didn't know why.
0: It they was that right? And school. so I told him
1: that this morning, and he goes, "Oh, okay, I get that now. You need better education. He was actually almost born on the 29th. 'Cause that year remember? So you only get
0: a birthday every four years? Yeah, he yeah. was
1: he was actually born February twenty seventh, like in the afternoon and man, he That's was right. only at like less than a day and a half away from the twenty ninth. What do you do year. with that?
0: Just pick up Yeah, a day I knew or? this
1: girl growing up that had a birthday on the twenty ninth and um what? I think on, on the other three years in between,
0: they just did it March 1st. So you could pick February 28th or March 1st.
1: Yeah. Right? You yeah. kind
0: of do something like that. Okay. Well, yeah. hey, we all needed to know that. So anyway, I'd <laughs> love to hear from you. As always, talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. I, I actually have a lot here. I've got stuff on. It's It's kind of timely because I was just talking about the Buffalo the other day. Remember that? I was talking about oh, how the the, the cow the flatulence cow and the methane, right? They talk about the cow population, which we estimate at like 60, or I'm sorry, 90 million or so at any given time. Something like that. Who
1: knows? With and this your stuff. argument was, hey, there is that many about, buffaloes yeah, at one was, time.
0: They estimate yeah. 50, 60 million buffalo, which are bigger. So I was like, You know, 50, 60 million buffaloes got to equal 90 million cows easily, if not not more, right? Um, Well, now the New York Attorney General, who's that, Letitia James, is suing the nation or the world's largest beef producer because of um, methane. But more, another big reason is they were saying, hey that they're being more, according to her allegedly, being more climate friendly than they were and there's still a huge amount of methane so she's suing because of the, I guess, the climate damages and this and that. So here we go. right? Yeah, so um, I hope happened. that
1: this woman never, ever, ever eats beef. Yeah. Ever.
0: <laughs> she Not well,
1: even a meatball that's like partially <laughs> beef and partially pork. Like, yeah, no beef.
0: I doubt it. Or any of her staff or, you know, <laughs> any of the Democrats that voted for her too at that point, right? Yeah. It's like She probably stopped on the way to the courthouse like as if she actually drives it over there um you know and, and got a got a, a big mac <laughs> something like that right i want to hit on that um got to hit on congress just passing uh, the house just passing another short-term funding bill to revert a par- partial sh- government shutdown again extending extending i get into that um we've got an issue in texas is it there's huge fires by the way in panhandle of texas that, yeah right yeah so i heard crazy. about that is that where we drove through there
1: We've been right? through there like times. on I-40, but then yeah. we've also cut through and gone north into Oklahoma from the panhandle. Oh,
0: yeah, that's right. And we, I, I made it a big deal a couple of years ago to, to go through the Oklahoma panhandle. Yeah, cause, cause it's a like, tiny little 20-mile like sliver? sliver. Right. right. Yeah. yeah so. so we
1: entered Oklahoma from the Texas panhandle that's right. a that's few right. years ago.
0: Okay. Um, but in Texas, they have a law that's letting police arrest, uh, uh elite, well, the Fox News calls it illegal border crossers. Okay. Ill- illegals. Um, You know, let their local enforcement or state enforcement, police, et cetera, et cetera, arrest them and and deal with it. Now federal judges stepped in and said, you can't do that. It's the feds. You know, you have to have the permission from the federal government. Well, the federal government doesn't Biden and, and the gang. They don't want that to happen. You know, so there's there's a federal judge that's put a stop to this. There's an Arizona um, position on this as well because there's actually legislation being pushed through right now as we speak. Uh, actually, I think we're going to have Representative Joseph Chaplick on the program Monday who's pushing on trying to get Arizona to be able to enforce more border issues. And there's a bill down there to allow local law enforcement to arrest and detain those here illegally. Mark and I were talking about it the other day, Mark out and I. Um, so – Looking at what's going on in Texas, probably has trouble because they step they step in and say it's the Fed's responsibility, and it is the Fed's responsibility. But I know, they're but failing they're not doing it. Yeah, they're failing in their responsibility. So I want to hit on it and, and much more. I, I'm not even going to go through the whole list because it will take me two hours to go through the list, which tells you we probably won't get through it all. So we get to all that here in just a second. Oh, and a great email on education from someone who just moved to Flagstaff. I'm yeah, waiting for that's that That's a one. good one. Yeah, it's a, it's a good one. Liz,
1: better. I think her name yeah, is. Yeah,
0: Liz. So stick around, Liz. If you're listening, we, we're going to respond to your email here in just a minute. Hey, if you're selling your home right now in the Flagstaff area, call Kelly Broadus with the Broadus Properties Group, brokered by EXP. She'll help you get that sold really quick. She's helped so many clients like Tim and Kate who found a home closer to their grandkids so they, they needed to sell their home uh, here in Flagstaff. They used Kelly Broadus in the past. They used her again. Uh, they turned to the Kelly Broadus team once again, sold their home in just two weeks, significantly above the asking price. See what Kelly can do for you and her great team, whether you're buying, whether you're selling, call her up right now at 888 888- four four six fifty six oh two that's eight 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 four four six fifty six zero two or go get an instant valuation on your home so it's really easy to enter this in and in your address you get a quick email back tells you what you, an estimate on what your home is worth from northern arizona finehomes dot com that's northern arizona finehomes dot com okay, so the yeah let's just let's just rewind here and go back to the house voting once again. Um, to approve a short-term funding bill and you know they're all up in arms because it's you know gonna we're, we're averting a, a government shutdown once again we're averting a government shutdown this thing passed, by a bigger number, it's becoming less and less of a big deal for them to kick the can forward now. You, you remember yeah, when it just keeps happening, <clears throat> yeah, it over just and over. keeps happening. Yeah. And you would hear more about the resistance. But the, now I think the media is just ignoring the mostly the Freedom Caucus, because only ninety nine people voted against doing this short term uh, bill. And most of those are the Freedom Caucus members on the Republican side, the so-called far right wing of the party that used to be just standard bearer Normal for. Republican. Yeah. Nor, yeah, yeah. It used to be normal Republican. Not anymore. So this thing passed on the House side, 320 to 299, uh, according to the Hill, kicks the two government funding deadlines to March 8th and March 22nd. So they didn't extend it real far, but they were facing a government shutdown uh, this Friday. Is it for, Yeah, Friday. Mm. So they, they did that to avert the shutdown once, once again, but they just keep doing this. And every time the media, here's here's the hill, buying lawmakers more time to hash out their differences on spending bills and push them over the finish line. What finish line? The finish line is like it's here, and then we move it, and then we move right. it. There's yeah. no finish line. We haven't had a budget forever, you know. And this isn't even it's not even a budget. They just they, they can't even get a budget. They can't even get a long term spending bill. They well, can't even do it.
1: If, even if they do set the budget, they still just. Pass more spending bills and go over it all the time. Well, exactly. It, it just doesn't It doesn't even it, matter anymore. It doesn't anymore. even make any hill of beans difference what their budget is because then they just go and spend whatever they want on Ukraine or whatever.
0: So I guess that's why they're like, you're not hearing much about it anymore, except for this yeah. show and some a few other shows and a couple of media outlets will say it and mention it. But other than that, it's like nobody cares. It's not it's not an election well, issue that it, anyone when cares it, about. When so. The same
1: thing keeps happening over and over yeah. and over. It's just it becomes monotonous and people yeah. stop paying attention. So
0: so here we had McCarthy in there and that was the big deal. We're not going to, you know, basically he gets ousted over this issue because uh-huh. he had one he had one shot to. Um, vote for a budget. He didn't do it. Freedom Caucus got pissed off and then they ousted him and they got in this Johnson guy, right? And then his promise was to bring forward what was it? Uh, six or 12 individual individual spending ones. bills yeah. so that you can, Hey, we're voting on this. We're voting on this. Here's the items, not just one big on the bus package that just crammed down everyone's throat. And it's just, here it is. Just vote for it. Yeah. Yeah. There, yeah there's a trillion, 1.7 trillion in there. You don't need to really look though. And we just, we were working out for three months. This was the last one a few weeks ago. We were working on it for three months and here it is, you know, a few hours or days before mm-hmm. 3000 yeah. pages, 2000. It, it just happens time and time again. So they pushed it forward and here we go. It's just, you know, it's just it's just pushed forward, going forward uh, to another date, March 22nd or something like that. So, I guess we'll wait and see. There won't be a government shutdown. No, they won't never... let that.
1: I mean, it, it, sometimes it's happened in the past, but yeah, in but they, general, they, won't, they, won't. they haven't done that lately at they all. They won't let it happen
0: in now at all. Um, the p- producer price index, let me get my my correct index here, uh, because there's so many coming from uh the um you know, from the federal government. The PPI came out today and to sum it up, it's all just it's all just BS. I don't know how else to say it, but the personal consumption, consumption expenditures price index that came out today and it showed that for month over month the cost for all of the stuff um, all the, the stuff that to produce all the goods in America, but excluding food and energy, because they always say food and energy, we do this with the CPI. We do it with all of it. Food and energy is, is so, um, erratic is the word or whatever, or, um, uh, it varies. It, it swings dramatically, right? It increased 0.4% for the month and it's uh 2.8% from a year ago. Um, and that's pretty much what everyone was expecting. So we're still hovering around that 3%, um, year-over-year uh, year inflationary rate, regardless of which scale you look at from the government, between 3 and 4%. So that came out today. You know, I've looked at shadow stats for a long time, um, and, and he uses the old way of looking at this inflation number, and it's usually about 8%. It's usually about double. But I actually found another one. I was listening to another podcast, um, and this one has been around for, I think, since the last financial crisis or so. It's called the Chapwood Index, and I've been looking at that and it, it makes sense to me. And the people that I was listening to and that I've listened to for years that are economists, not uh, government economists, but more on the private side. And they have more like skin in the game and they're investors and things like that. So they actually tend to make better uh, analysis and yeah, decisions. Like they know what they're yeah, talking they about. They know what they're talking about. So what this what this Chapwood index, let me let me get into this a little bit with you. Um, it uses 500. Imagine this. 500 household items to make up this index and it he update or the group updates it and it's chapwoodindex.com just learned about this and they've been doing it for years so it goes to show you what, what even I know right um, they've been they use 500 everyday items and twice a year they update the CPI or let's not call it the CPI let's call it the inflation. The Chapwood index inflation, let's call it, um, to determine what the actual inflation is. So 500 items, I can't read all 500 items, but like popcorn, car phone charger, I'm just going to randomly look A, a queen size bed, firewood, dog shampoo, iPhone service, rice, Ziploc bags, parking meter, football, um, jean shorts, babysitting. I'm just scrolling down dish rack, cake, towels. Um, horseback riding lessons, frozen corn. And let me go back up. This is kind of cool. Glass of beer, tennis racket, car maintenance, dry cleaning, sweet piece, you know, like things you use, Just, right? Yeah. The average yeah. person uses measuring cups. Yeah. Right. When's the last time you bought measuring cups, by the way, oh, we, I don't know. Yeah. Right. Like, but I bet you, if you did your measuring cups that you buy now are a lot more expensive yeah. than the measuring cups you used to buy mm-hmm. health insurance, um, uh, a DVD movie. Shampoo, right? All the workout clothes, laundry basket, ballet shoes. I haven't bought ballet shoes while. <laughs> Netflix rental. We know that's gone yeah. up. So they take all of this stuff and they come up with a list of let me go back to the main page here. Fifty I'm sorry, one is it one hundred? No, no, no. It's like it's it's fifty different um cities in the US. And so they take it from all those communities and they enter it all in and they come up with the actual inflation that's going on because these are the things you buy. I bet you gas is in there. And that's the real
1: numbers. That's That's the the real number. Boots on the ground. I'm going around, you know, checking the stores in the in the actual cities where people live. Yep. Not in some, you know, computer somewhere that they're just looking up stuff.
0: So I'm on it right now. New York, it starts with that. You can arrange it by years or who has the highest inflation. Um, and right now, the sixth highest inflation for the past five years has actually been Phoenix at ten. If you take the six-year average, uh, so in two thousand seventeen, according to this Chapwood Index, two thousand seventeen it was nine point two percent. Eighteen was seven point four. Um, Nineteen, where would I go? Uh, seven point six. Twenty-one was uh, or 20 that 21 into 22 they had a, kind of a split year here 15.86 last year 13 I'm sorry 2022 13.39 and the first half of 2023 is 7.4 so anyway average of 10.1% inflation in Phoenix. which is
1: pretty much what you've been yeah. saying all along cuz the Every government year. comes up with their you know oh it's 5% it's 6% and you say well yeah you need to probably double that cuz that's the real inflation numbers exactly and that those numbers would jive with kind of the what's rule your of experience yeah. Yeah.
0: and what everyone's experiencing out yeah. there. So I, I, anyway, I, f- I found it interesting, especially today with the pr- producer price index coming out from the government and them acting like it's okay. Kind of cooling. And, but still we're still at 3%, 4% yeah, with high. their numbers. But if you look at these others, shadow stats um, or chapwood index, and I'm sure there's other people doing this out there, but I really like how they incorporated 500, you know, common items that you, you know, you got to buy some turkey or deli meat or something. We yeah. all know Milk that's common. Or bread yeah. and whatever, cheese. What's a stuff? piece of lumber cost? Yeah. What's anything cost? Um, Angela and I went out this morning to a little shopping trip. Didn't really get food today, but needed some oil for the, uh, Mini Cooper. And it takes like 5W. And there's, there's some weird things that it took. So <laughs> I didn't have, usually I have like 10W 30 is always my kind of standby, right? Oil. Yeah. And I used to buy that for. I remember buying it for a buck, you know. Yeah, but two dollars. Just maybe. a few years ago, I remember buying that, and it wasn't uncommon to get it for two ninety nine, three ninety nine, uh, seven ninety nine. Yeah, seven ninety nine mm-hmm. for a quart. One quart. One quart of oil, and I was like, "How stupid am I?" I, I, I preach to everybody: stock up on things you're going to use. And so I'm like, when we get back from our trip coming up, I'm like I need to go buy a couple cases of oil, yeah, or the bigger gallon stockpile um, things that they have at the you know the the, the auto shops, right? And all their stores, uh, because it doesn't go it doesn't go bad. I've had oil sitting around forever. I don't think it goes bad. Keep it cool. It's it's good. Yeah, it's good yeah. good forever, right? But I was like, ah, I should have bought a bunch of that a couple of years ago at two ninety nine, and now it's seven ninety nine, and. So I'm going to buy a case or two, right? Then when I buy it next time, it'll probably be 12.99. So those are the kind of things. Those are the real things that you know we see every day, but the government's lying about. So we'll see what happens. I hope this all turns out good. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> I was listening to another guy today or, or yesterday on a podcast. Uh, this is a uh, some professor, uh, but not a kooky one. He was kind of he's kind of the old school um, um, Austrian type economist, right? And he's like well, either everything's going to have to crash and prices are going to have to come down or they're going to have to inflate everything out, right? I mean, right. there's not much in between. And even growing at 2% per year, because that's kind of the Fed's target, um, he, he said for everybody to catch up to the pricing increases, um, it was like, I can't remember if it was 50 years or something, you know, to get mm-hmm. caught back up. It was something ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't quote me on that. But it's going to take so many years if the Fed even got back to its magic number of 2%
1: growth, right.
0: Yeah. 2%, right? Yeah. Um CPI and all that. It, it takes so many A decades just to just to boost back up to. So they're either going to have to let everything tank and collapse or just inflate it out. I don't yeah. see much much else. But anyway, I can't
1: it, see them letting it collapse no. either because no, the the ramifications of that is yeah. is just too great. That's, that's and especially extreme. to them and their reelection Wishes, yeah, the, yeah, they don't want that. So nope, they don't nope. want that on their record. They won't let it happen.
0: Yep, yep. So anyway, um, something that you'd probably be surprised about, but I can get you a good deal here with the Blind Brothers because you're like last time I bought blinds was ten years ago, <laughs> and now they're how much? Right, yeah, just right. like my quart of oil. Uh, but the Blind Brothers will give you great pricing. Uh, the Blind Brothers will also take the time to spend with you to give you great service, which you know that's becoming more and more of a hard thing to find. You got to go with word of mouth nowadays. Hey, this company did great by me. And, and the Blind Brothers did for me and Angela. They did a great job. They came in. They gave us all these options to, to you know, for the blinds that we got. They do blind shutters, or shades. And then um, they came back, took out the old ones, did the installation. You save some money by mentioning a Jeff Orvit show when you get new blinds, shutters, or shades from the Blind Brothers. Uh, Mention the show, you get half off installation in addition to any other advertised specials. So do your neighbors a favor. Call the Blind Brothers at 928 634 2423 or go to blindbrothers.com. Okay, um, let's see here. A lot of you have asked about, and I, I, I did some research on this one, because Arizona has some of the higher-priced gasoline in the nation, mm-hmm. and the reason why we have that is because we have all these different kind of blends here. And there's the winter blend and the summer blend. No expert on this. I'll just give you my...
1: It's like the counties. Each county or something has Uh, a
0: different... Well, some do. There's there's like five different blends, I think I was reading. Um, I was actually on the um, Arizona Department of Agriculture, of all things, looking at this stuff. Because why not, right? Um, But we have cleaner burning gasoline, CBG stands for cleaner burning gasoline uh, represents special gasoline formulations that are required to be sold in certain areas of Arizona due to air quality regulations. Uh CBG is sold in Maricopa County and area a, I don't know where area A is, you know, who the heck knows, mm-hmm. but Maricopa County's what? Five and a half million. Yeah. The
1: bulk of the, so population, the, bulk of the population and the state. bulk of the air pollution.
0: Yeah. You, you're driving down like black Canyon. You see them up and ahead, the, the brown cloud yeah, it's kind of gray. thing. Yeah. Um, so years ago, and I don't know exactly when this went into effect, but Arizona passed um, requirements to be even stricter than federal, federal regulations for the clean burning gasoline to try to get rid of the like the brown cloud and all that. Um, but it's causing and I've been surprised because sometimes when we were like $4 a gallon in gas even in Flagstaff and maybe Camp Verde was like what 360 or something mm-hmm. at that time, you go down to Phoenix and it's like 5 Dollars per gallon yeah, right. or more yeah. we were down there i was like i was absolutely shocked um there is a bill down at the legislature senate bill 1064 it did pass to allow more options for other blends of gasoline in arizona so we'll see if this makes it so basically trying to step back a little bit from the ultra super duper requirement. That's causing people a lot of money mm-hmm. and trying to allow um, other blends to come in because I guess, and I can't find where I put this one, I guess the um, a lot of our ref- uh, gasoline is refined and comes from, believe it or not, it was like 60% or something like that, 60 or 70% top of my head is coming from California which I kind of surprised me. I always just assumed it was coming from Texas, Texas or somewhere, yeah. right? Or um, wasn't there some refineries in Kansas that we ran mm-hmm. across yeah. somewhere in the Midwest there? So we don't have any refineries here in Arizona
1: right. um,
0: for any types of gasoline <laughs> or anything like that. It all comes from out of state. So what we've got is a um, supply, it's really a supply chain issue for Arizona because we can o- only certain refineries, create certain kinds of you know gasoline right. and this and that so we have a very limited option then when they change over to blend some plants shut down and all this stuff happens um and and we can't get you know che- cheaper gasoline like other parts of the country so the legislature's trying to change this um probably going to fail <laughs> right i mean it passed yeah. the senate i think it has to go back to the house but then hobbs would i, I don't know i yeah, this I just mean, seems like to-
1: Probably read it more. Yeah, but yeah. This
0: just seems like something she wouldn't let pass. Um, now I don't want, I don't want the, the smog to get worse in Phoenix or anything, but right. I mean, cars are just think about when they pass this. And for some reason I thought it was in the eighties, but again, I could be wrong on that. But even, think about the leaps that gasoline burning cars have gone mm-hmm. in, 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 the past couple decades as yeah. far as um, smog and things like that. So maybe it's time to abandon that.
1: Well, and like when I was growing up in Tucson, Every year we had to go to the emissions check to and if you oh, didn't yeah, pass yeah, it, yeah. you had to, you know, they wouldn't give you your new car registration if you didn't pass the emissions yeah, check. That's right. So th- there's other ways to.
0: We don't do that um, up here, discover though. Discover
1: the cars that are,
0: you know, emitting the nasty stuff. Yeah, you're not proposing that we have to do that up here, please. No, okay. I'm saying that there's
1: other ways <laughs> Well, they do it down the there. Gas. They do yeah. it in
0: Phoenix, Maricopa, yeah. and they do it in mm-hmm. Tucson, yeah. which is the bulk of Arizona drivers. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, if, if it was truly a problem, if you've got some old hoopty and it's like the catalytic converter's been cut out, or well, if it doesn't if you even have a catalytic... if the
1: emission test, then you have to go get it fixed, yeah, whatever and, you okay. have to do to get it fixed, to get
0: the car registered. We'll see what happens. So because, you know, we're all kind of anticipating, expecting higher gas prices going forward, but we shall see. All right. I've got more bills to come up as well. I've got a great email about our education system and um, I don't know, kind of a call to action when it comes to our school boards and things Mm -hmm. like that. I want to hit on that in just a few minutes. All right, I want to tell you about my good friends at Diamond Auto Glass. Um, if you're driving around and you've got a rock chip in your windshield, remember get that fixed quickly. Make sure it's repaired so that way um, it doesn't spread to the rest of your windshield. And um, really important to, to to get that fixed because you don't want to have a costly windshield replacement. But if you need that, uh, you can stop them by they can they can fix your whole windshield too, and then get a lifetime warranty fixes those rock chips. Always call Diamond Auto Glass first at nine two eight seven seven nine forty one forty. That's 928-779-4140 or go to the is hey if you're listening to the podcast please give us a great review and also give us a comment and if you're not listening to the podcast subscribe look up the Jeff Orbit show also on video rumble follow us there and on YouTube subscribe we appreciate everyone who's done that
1: you're listening to the Jeff Orbit show
0: American Trailer Company, just north of Flagstaff on, on on 89, it's about five minutes north of the Flagstaff Mall, it has competitive pricing when it comes to trailers. You're talking flatbed trailers, dump trailers, cargo trailers, you name it. They've got a whole yard out there, huge inventory, veteran-owned company. It's outside the city limits of Flagstaff too, so you got no city sales tax. And they make sure that they're going to try to be around the same price or even lower than competitors in Phoenix. So why go all the way down there? Stop by American Trailer Company, again, just north of the Flagstaff Mall, or visit them at americantraileraz.com. That's americantraileraz.com. Welcome back. Angela's here with me. I'd love to hear from you. As always, talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. That's talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. I think a lot of the problems we have in this country, we've covered this quite a bit, and we'll probably hit more on education in the second hour with a great uh, email from Liz. Liz. (laughs) From Liz coming up here on our education system. And Flagstaff, FUSD specifically, but hey, you could insert most school districts in this at this point. But should, and this is an article, headline from 3TV, CBS 5 out of Phoenix, should high school students learn about investing and saving for retirement? Um, And it goes on to talk about a bill by uh, Senator J.D. Mesnard. Um, He's the bill's sponsor, and I think he's been on the program even talking about this stuff before. We've talked with Treasurer Kimberly Yee about this. But basically, should you be required to have um, some basic financial education while you're in school? Do I particularly like the fact that we're going to rely on the government-run school to actually educate people on just about anything? On this point, but on on, on, on economics or basic on money, finance yeah. on money, no. But obviously, something's wrong in this country. We've got yeah. The- I'm surprised that they. Don't have. didn't we do that? The, like
1: I did, I took what was that uh, called?
0: economics. Yeah,
1: and like, then well, it was one semester, and then the second semester was free enterprise, and we had to like each each class had to come up with something to sell, and um, whether it's like hats or you know T-shirts or whatever, and you'd get them printed, and you have to sell them and see how much money you make after all the expenses, and yeah. just as a way to um, you know explore making money and how things how how you make a profit from something and how that works and so it was actually kind of cool because there would be like a new um you know product and like i said it was like hats or t-shirts or boxers or whatever you know shorts or something and so you would kind of get like a little like school um collection going of a different yeah items with the logo on there
0: yeah i mean if you
1: bought one from every I'm pretty years.
0: sure I did the same thing when I was in, in yeah. school as well, but I don't know. Time gets oh, a little, I, I little fuzzy. I clearly remember
1: right? the economics class and like balancing the checkbook and things like that.
0: Yeah, they don't even bounce the check. Oh, well, no, anymore. they don't do yeah, that anymore. Yeah. But I
1: know I did. But yeah. I, I'm I'm shocked that they don't have a requirement for that.
0: Well, they're according to this and and the bill by Senator J. D. Mesnard, um, they just want to make sure that uh, here's a quote from Senator Mesnard you're heading quote you're heading out into the real world post graduation that you know what you're doing when you're facing decisions like student loans credit cards etc yes some basic things mm-hmm. and we run into this all the time angela and i've we've, we've we've started and run businesses <laughs> we've been in real estate for a long time and have had um i don't know
1: ups and downs <laughs> ups and
0: downs we've probably had oh man we've probably had thousands of tenants over over the years you know, or many, many, at many least hundreds. hundreds yeah. Yeah, I mean, at it's, least, yeah. it's insane when you actually think about it. And um, we've seen people that obviously struggle with basic, you know, finances. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, I'm not knocking it. I, I, I actually, we
1: were young once yeah, too. Yeah, I mean, I, I've our, been there, but then you know,
0: sometimes yeah. I see people that they're still like, you know, lot older and you're like, this is kind of basic stuff, you know, when you yeah. start talking about the credit card interest and, and things like that. And, and again, not, 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 not compute. It's, it's something you got to learn. I had to take the time when, you know, when I was young and got into financial trouble in my, you know, early twenties, maybe late teens. Right. Mm-hmm. And when all the credit card offers come in and life lesson right there. And I was like, okay, I'm learning about this stuff because right, this, right. this ain't working. Right.
1: Well, but we, I was going to say, we, um we get applications and do credit checks on people yeah. and so and yeah. sometimes you you see some of these credit checks and you're just like What? Wow. I didn't know it went that low. Yeah, you know? and and you can <laughs> see just... all the the money owed and yeah. and, and the it's, past it's rough, due man. amounts and so like wow.
0: It's kinda of upset, you know, because I tell people before we run credit that here's our minimum requirements and mm-hmm. minimum and, yeah. and then it's like way below that and I like, how did you not because I don't want to waste their thirty bucks. because so that's what the yeah. credit card checkers charge us, yeah. you know, they charge it direct to the, the yeah. prospect and you know, because next thing you know, you got some politician Oh, you're charging fees and then not accepting them. And I was like, well, I'm pretty clear that you got to have this minimum yeah, credit exactly. score and I'm not making any money. I wish I didn't have to do that. that but crap, they'll go you through know? with
1: the credit check and their score is a hundred points lower than our minimum and yeah. they, it's like they don't even know I'm what like, their huh. score is. And I was
0: like, anyway, so some basic uh, and nowadays I think you get that is that free now? Oh yeah, you is can that, get that free. Because I thought you used to have to pay for that Back no, in the day, yeah, they changed I don't think it. They do that anymore. Yeah, so I mean, anybody can find out their if you want, credit like, score. Detailed.
1: yeah. If you want detailed stuff yeah. and add-ons, then you pay. But I think they just get your yeah, pretty, just to get the number.
0: Pretty important. Just that basic. Your your credit score is very important. Uh, it, it is one of the key factors that, along with some mm-hmm. other factors like income and you know how much coming in, how much going out. Yeah, but a basic balance sheet for people. Yeah. In school for for the, for these kids, like how you know much money you got coming in. How much you got going out? Yeah, this let's, is how
1: you create a budget. And yeah, this is how you uh, prioritize.
0: Does this, uh, does this does this uh, line up here correctly? What's
1: take a class like that. No, at no. NPA.
0: Anyway, so the bill passed to require students. You know, as part of graduation, they have to have. I think it's like a semester or something, or you know, just it's just one course um, to actually get their their uh, high school diploma. It passed the the Senate education committee six to one. So that's actually a good sign because those committees are split Republican Democrat. Now the Republicans obviously are in control. So they probably have four to three, uh, four Republicans Mm -hmm. to to three Democrats, one no vote. Okay. Here here we go. You ready? This is Senator Marsh who's the one Democrat no vote quote. I'm also really concerned um, about taking away a half credit elective from our students. Meaning, hey, you're gonna have to take this other course. Yeah, you have to, and then you you won't pick, be able to take yeah, something, something else, else, right? Right? Yeah. Which in some cases, that is what keeps kids in schools. Like some kids need their chorus class, they need their art class, they need their theater class, whatever it might be. My head hurts. You know, <laughs> I, I'm not saying that it's not cool to take. Olivia's in. Um, she does yeah, drama dr- things well, like that's that. After, that's after school, school club, but.
1: Yeah, there, you know, that might, it might be a choice then between you taking band or you t- usually there's two electives though. So, I mean, it seems like it doesn't make sense. Yeah. You can take your one favorite elective and then the other one you might not.
0: But I, this is this to me, this is I, and I applaud Senator Mesnard for, for trying here mm-hmm. um, and the six that voted for, including uh, what I would guess was two Democrats. And then you've got this politician uh, who's saying, hey, um, they might not be able to take their chorus class or their art class? And it's like, I well, maybe don't take some other, maybe maybe don't take the stupid class in sustainability or something, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I, I think in four years of of high school, right? Mm-hmm. And all the what, what how many classes? They were six, eight a day or something yeah, like that. Seven. I don't even know anymore. Six, seven, seven yeah. That you can't find time for one semester to do this, I mean they don't do p e all the time anymore or yeah, anything like no. that, so it's like we've ba- we've dropped all these basic things, so yeah, learn a little bit, and it's okay if you miss the course class and you actually learn how to you know balance out your life financially, yeah, so I applaud them yeah maybe-
1: there's other ways to do it too if you just you do it two days a week. And then the other three is a different. Yeah, you can do that. Or you yeah. can figure out something.
0: Something can be done here.
1: Yeah, and it, but yeah. It, it's a good idea to me, as long as they don't uh, water it down with, well, you only need a 60 to pass, which is basically yeah, failing. Because yeah. that's what they did with the
0: civics test. Uh, who like, took Oh, yeah,
1: you all need to who take Who took that? Civic. Did Olivia take Olivia's that? Olivia has taken it. What would she get?
0: Oh, she got 100%. She got 100%. Yeah. We actually said that we should um, – is that a requirement now, the civics test? I think you have it, to
1: have it to pass high school yeah, to, I, to get, a, that, get a diploma. That was yes. something
0: that they changed just a few years ago. Actually, I – There's states that have taken it out, though. Oh, well, well of course. But I yeah. think Arizona just had it back in a couple years ago, if I'm yeah. remembering correctly.
1: I know, but and, still, the
0: minimum passing grade was 60%. Yeah, that's not exactly setting the bar high. But they didn't take a whole course on that. That was no. just a test. So they probably well, yeah, they probably they, devoted some time in a class to do that. I wouldn't even mind if they did that. Um, the financial thing in another class, like as part of that class, that's fine. Yeah, ex- that's what get, I'm saying. Is yeah, like, you, yeah, you, you can make add it, it into yeah. yeah. I mean, add that to some of the. Now I'm not not math is very very important, but sometimes um, for most of us, once we reach a certain level of math in school. Like for me, it was probably somewhere in the seventh or eighth grade. That's probably the max for me for what I plan on doing with my life, right? Yeah. And that's okay. But, uh, you know, there's some people that need to take the high, you know, you're getting into trig, you're getting into calculus, you're, yeah. go, you're going on and on and on because you're going to be an engineer. So that's very, very important. But once you identify the people that, you know, aren't going to be doing that what's more important is calculus or trig more important than basic financial. Right. um, Well, and even uh, if they were just
1: one day of the week, you you do your personal finance lesson or something. Instead of trig or calculus. Instead of the other day. Yeah. Because
0: you're going to use most of us, unless we're getting into a field that's very specific, but then you're going to be, you're going to have it in college. again. You're going to have it and you're going to have it. and You're going to have it. The, one of the most important things in all of our lives is basic finance. Mm -hmm. It just is. Even if it bores the heck out of you, It's one of the most important things Uh, I always said early on, even when me and Angela were first getting going was, you know, I want to get the the financial thing out of the way as quickly as possible. I want to make sure that we are solid as quickly as it's one of the most important things to learn. And they're failing. They're failing. And parents are failing. Schools are failing. And obviously the government's failing. Look at what we opened up the hour with today, which is uh, the politicians can't even pass basic budgets anymore because really it, they can't pass basic budgets because the numbers don't line up yeah, anymore. So no, that all goes yeah, back. I would say I would extend this to and um, maybe I'll send a text to Senator Mesnard and say you should amend this and say that the politicians also need to take. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. everybody in the legislature also needs to take this basic. So you you get sworn in and then you sign just at least an affidavit that you've taken the basic financial yeah. course. Well, how about you know, they, t- they, pass, <laughs> they all pass the civics test, too? Yeah, the civ- yeah. And the civics test. Yeah. <laughs> just can you, can you get through, um, you know, um, just a couple of the constitutional, I'm mem- sure just, most
1: of them would just
0: even be funny. Th- yeah. I don't think, no, I think <laughs> you're wrong. <laughs> I don't know if they could. All right. Uh, Hey, if you're, you're looking at, uh, thinking about buying physical gold and silver, or maybe you've been in this a long time, like Angela and I have, uh, we've been dealing with desert gold exchange and they do a great job. Justin and his team, they keep the overhead low, pass the savings on to you. I got a wealth of knowledge as well. Why don't you call Desert Gold Exchange? Mention a Jeff Orbit Show. They'll treat you like gold. They'll get you um, a, a free uh, consultation kit. No pressure, no pressure consultation. Free investors kit as well. And um, I, look, uh, they, they only deal with the physical silver and gold. Nothing else. And they make sure that you have the lowest fees and commissions so that way you're not wasting it on overpriced commissions that sometimes you see on the Internet. They get you on kind of that teaser of, look at look at our gold's a little bit less, but then they hit you in the end. Call Desert Gold Exchange. They'll be able to help you out and to have an intelligent conversation with you about physical gold and silver. 888-852-4343. That's 888-852-4343. Or you can check them out online at desertgoldexchange.com. If you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up The Jeff Horvitz Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that.
1: This is The Jeff Horvitz Show.
0: All right, welcome back. Angela's here with me. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Olivia will have, and her friends will have a little bit of a um, financial lesson, I guess, to make sure that they actually make profit on this Navajo taco sale. Yeah. Coming up, when is that? She'll, she'll explain it some tomorrow, I think, once again. Yeah, so Saturday. Um,
1: on Saturday, this Saturday, March 2nd, starting at 10 o'clock until, uh, I guess, until the, the supplies ran out. So yeah. however long that is, they're going to be
0: selling Navajo tacos
1: and these um, are freshly made. they're gonna be frying yeah, them on site like her
0: friend's family is are they not uh-huh, they're not Navajo. Home and they they they're like this they're is coming like phenomenal to, stuff. to fry
1: the bread on yeah, site, yeah. yeah,
0: these so I mean Olivia's a great um, baker and mm-hmm. and even cook and all that.
1: We don't know the first thing, but about we don't know bread. the first thing so <laughs> I,
0: I i wanted I kind of was thinking about that, and I wanted to clarify that because they're like Olivia making Navajo tacos, which no, she could you know, but yeah. but this is no, this is authentic yeah, her friend's family is like. Right on it, man. Yeah, they know yeah. what they're doing. So yeah. these so, are
1: authentic, and yeah, it, it's going to be on Fourth Street. We'll have signs up, but it's at twenty five oh one North Fourth Street.
0: Yeah, it's and that building with the big round window up front. Yeah, to drive up building. north, it's uh, got all those. So plants there's a parking in there. lot in yeah. the
1: back, and we're going to set up back there. And I
0: wish I was in town for that. Hopefully, we're going to sell a couple hundred. Save me, yeah, save me one because these sound really good. So remember yeah. that Saturday, Olivia will be out there, angela will be out there. If you want to say hi. Um, the cost to say hi is 10 bucks for a talk and yeah. no, I'm just kidding. You and they, they
1: are doing this too because <laughs> the school trip this year is to go to California for yeah. the high schoolers. So Olivia and the rest of the high school is going to California to yeah, do the kids came up with this. That's cool. And so they, it, it costs a certain amount of money for each person to go yeah. and it's the, your responsibility to either pay it or keep yeah. your kid home for the week. And so, of course, they want to go. And so they're trying to make enough money to pay for this trip. This is
0: what happens when you tell your kids that, um, hey, I ain't paying for it. You pay for it. It's kind of like Isabel (laughs) who did the exchange (laughs) program over in Greece. um, We did help her out. We had airline miles, so we did the round-trip ticket. But pretty much other than that, it was like, see you later. She was staying at hostels last weekend in Paris yeah. and uh, where's that Barcelona. Barcelona? So so pretty cool. All right, so if you can go out there, that's yeah. This Saturday, Saturday, ten a.m. twenty five oh one North Fourth Street. Yeah. Okay. Um, I want to get into a great email I got from Liz regarding our education system um, and our public schools. Um, and then Mark Howitt sent me one too about one of the public schools that's trying to get rid of, I guess, boy and girl to going with people or something like that. You know, they're replacing that language. Um, I want to talk to you about what I've been predicting would be coming and it's here and that's cities starting to have problems with their budgets you know the state of Arizona is in this fake crisis because the budget's less than it was last year which is a good thing in my opinion it's still way too high though it is still way too high but now we're seeing places like Phoenix expecting a deficit ahead and that's because they've grown a bunch so what's that mean for even smaller communities throughout Arizona because usually Phoenix is uh, leading edge on this stuff plus a lot more so stick around second hour coming up in just a few minutes hang tight back in a few The information provided on The Jeff Horvitz Show does not constitute legal, medical, financial, or tax advice. All information is the opinions of the host and guests. You should always seek the advice of a professional regarding any of these complex issues to make sure all circumstances of your situation are properly considered. Hey, if you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up The Jeff Horvitz Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. This is the Jeff Orbit Show. If you're looking for a home for lease, I have a two-bedroom, one bath home available right now. It's in a duplex. Uh really nice, and it's one of those that were built a while ago, but it's been remodeled. So that means you got more space. You know, the new ones nowadays you get it's like living in a closet. Two bedroom, one bath for $15.99 per month. Uh check it out at flagstaffforlease.com or send an email. Rent at flagstaffforlease.com. Rent at flagstaffforlease.com. Again, a two-bedroom, one bath. Uh, home in a duplex available right now for fifteen ninety nine. dollars 99 flagstaff is an equal housing opportunity. This portion of the show is brought to you by Allstate Insurance Agency and in Flagstaff.
1: This is the Jeff Orbit Show.
0: Welcome back. Hour two of the show. Jeff Orbiter, Angela is still here with me as well. Get to some emails, talk about education this hour. Uh, plus what I think is a leading indicator of things probably cooling down even some more. And we're seeing this more and more with state budgets. Obviously, the federal budget's a total joke. Um, well, there's no, there's no federal budget. So that's a joke. Yeah, it's I pretty mean, much
1: it's, unlimited, right? It's, I it's I mean,
0: unlimited. Just print more money, print more money, yeah. borrow more money. We're close to, we'll be at $35 trillion before we know it. Will be at fifty trillion before we know it, and I think it's just going to keep going. It's not um, non-fixable, unfixable, non-fixable. I like non-fixable. <laughs> it is non-fixable on on the federal side. But when it, I've seen this before. I've I've been on this. Um, I've seen this movie before. Been on this um, ride before. This is really a repeat. The cities expand during good economic times or stimulative economic times. So when the uh, government comes in and prints a bunch of money, which think about it during COVID, these states, these cities, they were all flood. They're still running through the money mm-hmm. from the COVID stimulus.
1: I just was trying to do some work on our income taxes yesterday. And one of the questions is, did you have a PPP loan that got um, oh yeah. waived or whatever? Yeah. Like you don't have to pay it back? I'm like, well, I wish. I wish I got one of those loans that I didn't have to pay back. How many people did?
0: They did. But there's strings attached and s- some of those people they're going after for, um, because it was, it was, it was almost like back in, um, prior to 2008 when you did like the, um, the pulse loans, I call them the ninja yeah. loans, the liars loans, they call them
1: like fraud- uh, borderline fragile. And-
0: well, yeah, there the light. So back before the crash of 08, uh, you go into a bank and they basically it's stated income loans, mm-hmm. stated, they're just it is. basically
1: go in there and tell well, them- what do you make?
0: Well, I make you know, blah, 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 uh, a yeah. hundred thousand and they didn't really do much checking or anything so yeah you got the liars who put in the loans right but then you got the bank that didn't do to do diligence mm-hmm. which is the exact opposite of what actually trump got sued for because trump in new york said my properties are worth this much bank you know and i think even i'm not going to say their name but one of the big ones i think it started with a J, came in and said yeah we were fine with loaning money to trump right mm-hmm. so he went in and said my building's worth this much money and the bank said okay yeah yeah sure mr trump um that sounds good but let's get an appraisal the appraisal came in and came in wherever and they said okay here's your loan then this dimwitted judge sues or um uh, penalizes trump and finds him uh, guilty of fraud for defrauding who no one the banks that came in to testify on his behalf that the loans were good and paid off right Mm -hmm. so they they did that and um the judge said oh you know, loans are, you know, these loans were fraudulent. So it's the same. That's the total opposite of someone coming in. The, the, they, that was two con, you know, consensual parties. So you had the liar loans back in 2008. That was two consensual parties too. You had liars that came in and said, I make this much money. Why don't you lend it to me? And the banks just said, okay, so how can you go after people in either one of those cases? Right. But the PP, back to the PP, because I was doing a little mm-hmm. roundabout thing there. The PPP loans those um, paycheck protection loans that happened. Um, A lot of people did straight up commit fraud. They may have not even had employees, right? Yeah. And the string is the government money. Even if you didn't commit fraud, if you were just a little wiggly on your paperwork, I'd be concerned. Oh yeah. That's, that's my story. here. I'd be concerned if a judge can sue Trump or not sue Trump, uh, say Trump is liable for hundreds of millions of dollars for defrauding banks that the banks came out and said, he didn't defraud us. Mm hmm. You don't think that anytime you take something from the government, they can't come back and there's some string attached there. There's a string attached and there's, and I would be concerned. What's the point of all that? (laughs) The shortfalls coming.
1: Yeah. I've seen all
0: this before, right? The shortfalls are are, are coming. The stimulative times lead to cities going bust. And that's where I was going with this Phoenix expecting a huge budget deficit going forward just like other places, just like California is in the tens of billions of dollars shortfall because they were relying on stimulus Mm -hmm. and and phony stuff coming in. So let's talk about that a little bit. Plus this great email from Liz. Liz. It takes like 10 times for me to remember, right? Yeah, something
1: like it's, that. Yeah, it's Liz. Liz I about
0: our wonderful public school systems, and you can send an email as well. Talk with Jeff at icloud. dot com. That's talkwithjeff at icloud. dot com. Uh, get a rock chip in your windshield. Call Diamond Auto Glass; they'll take care of that for you real quick. Nine two eight seven seven nine forty one forty, or go to the dot com. Angela's heading over there soon with the mini to get the windshield replaced. Actually, this is beyond fixing. With um, the rock ship gun because it's spreading all over the place. Uh, Diamond Auto Glass is on Fourth Street in Flagstaff nine two eight seven seven nine forty one forty. The difference is clear. dot com. Quick funny story before we get into this this other stuff here. I I was a little perplexed because Angela told me a light came on in her Mini Cooper that said it needed oil. What did it say?
1: Yeah. I'm low, minimum along, level. I'm driving along yesterday mm-hmm. on the highway and I was about thirty miles away from. Anywhere that I could get oil and all of a sudden there's a light that they're dinging. It says oil at minimum level, minimum level, minimum level. So please put more oil in. put, put one quart of oil in as soon as possible in
0: a British accent. See, no, that but that would have been kind of cool, kinda
1: yeah, cool yeah. though, huh? <laughs> so that. I got, I got back and then I told Jeff, I, yeah, we need to, I need to add oil to the mini. So, and then we opened the hood. Wait, 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 wait. After okay. we
0: forgot how to open the hood, yeah, because it's like this trick, <laughs> right? I'm like, what the, there's no latch. And she had to pull the thing a couple more yeah, times. Had to and, pull it, twice. It came. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, where's the dipstick? I, where's the dipstick where's the dipstick apparently i was the dipstick yeah, because they, there's no dipstick the one? <laughs> usually you know it's bright yellow or something know right the
1: oil container thingy is in the engine
0: yeah well i mean, he there, found was, it, there but... was no well i saw where to fill it from yeah. you know I, that thing was wrenched in there but i got that off and like okay there's no dipstick there no. this is straight in you know no dipstick and I guess that's the thing happening on most cars now. They don't, they just, well, it's just another sensor that, that's going to go bad though, yeah, eventually.
1: Because people, I mean, there's a lot out there that really don't even know how to
0: check do oil, that.
1: I mean, they don't know what oil. a dipstick is or, or what it's used <laughs> for or yeah. or how, what it could tell you. I mean, I knew that because my dad, you know, whenever I got my license, he's like, okay, well, here's how you change a tire and here's how you check the oil and this is what you do. And, yeah. um, I had that old Honda Accord that leaked a lot of oil, so I had to be really careful about you checking it you know checking You never needed
0: to change that oil because yeah. it had a self-filtration system yeah. all over the road. So, but
1: I had to <laughs> check it a lot to see where it was at, and it didn't have the handy-dandy little you know minimum level, but please add some yeah. function on there.
0: Well, when it was low, which basically mean it was like almost out, the red light would come on.
1: Yeah, but I oil. just I would check it a lot though with the dipstick. But I think that people don't do that nowadays. They just they're going to yeah. rely on the handy dandy little oil function change function in and their dash that says you need to add oil or time to change the oil or
0: whatever. Oh man, yeah. I just I don't know. I like having a dipstick. I like having a spare tire too. That doesn't they have run flat tires, and it's like, okay, yeah, but what if the tire shreds? Yeah, you know, then, then I'm stuck calling yeah, someone. Stuck. But then again, it's the same thing. How many people don't know how to change a tire anymore? You know, how many people just don't even know how to change a tire? That's my point. That's there's no, I there's guess no we're, reason, I guess reason to have a spare changed. tire.
1: People might not know how to yeah, change it you're anyway. You're just going to
0: call someone anyway. There's no
1: reason to have a dipstick. No one's nobody checks their no oil. Will pull it out anyway <laughs> and and check it. Uh, so does yeah. it really matter? Do they even need one?
0: Yeah, I, I guess you're, I guess you're right. Um, do we really need some of these rabid leftist politicians? Probably not. We've got the, um, this issue going on in, let me get to it. Uh, New York state, the New York, New York, um, attorney general, Letitia James mentioned this at the beginning of the last hour is suing a major, this on the hill right now, the hill.com major beef producer over environmental impact of products. <laughs> Does he believe this. So it's methane. Uh-huh. This company, the allegation is that JBS Foods, a major beef producer, she's accusing the company of misleading the public about the environmental impact of its products. "Quote: The beef industry is one of the largest contributors to climate change, and JBS has falsely advertised its commitment to sustainability and and and, <laughs> and endangered our planet." Oh my. <laughs> These people have cow brains, literally. Now, the cow is not the most intelligent creature in the world, right? So, yeah, endangering the planet, hmm. cows. You, I,
1: I mean, cows.
0: Yeah. How is? How can you even conceive this? How could you be well, this and stupid? Does she
1: have anything better to do? I'm no. sure there's plenty of other crimes that are. Well, what about all the worse. illegals
0: swarming her state exactly. and city that are committing crimes? Why don't you go after them instead of the the cows and the cow producers? Yeah, you know, so she went on to say JBS USA has claimed that it will achieve net zero greenhouse gas emissions by 2040. Okay. Give them some time. We're not there yet. Despite documented plans to increase production and therefore increase its carbon footprint. These people are so unbelievable. <laughs> um, so basically she's suing because of, um, cow flatulence, methane gas emissions is what this is about. Uh, she says that JBS, they're, they're reporting, JBS reported, or JBS has reported total global greenhouse gas emissions of more than 71 million tons in 2021, which is more than some countries emitted in a year, which I would add means absolutely nothing to this planet. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. nothing. If the 60 million Buffalo didn't mean anything, (laughs) the cow flatulence from today means nothing. Yeah. But they're actually suing. They're suing over, over methane gas emitted from, from cows. How much, so when you go to the grocery store and we talked about the producer price index coming out uh, last hour and once again, it's it's still up, you know, I mean, you're still paying more. When you go to the store and you buy some ground beef or something, you know, six months from now, a year from now, two years from now, every uh, little bit of price increase that's in there will also be a little bit of price increase that's come from politicians like her suing these companies because right. they're just going to build Cause it Because then they have
1: to yeah. pay their, their lawyers and their... All the fees associated the fees. with that, yeah.
0: So, there you go. Um, now the cow many. Why, why would you even do that? You 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 can't operate in these states. These states need to become vacated of peop entrepreneurial people and apparently cows.
1: Yeah, going forward, you know, well, it's just not it's not I'm worth sure it. Sure, that in anyone them. in the cow slaughtering industry, cow yeah. raising, cow- you know, yeah, and, and the whole process. processing, probably never imagined they would ever be sued.
0: No, that's because a, that's of fair. what their yeah. cows, uh, you yeah. know, emit. Emit, yeah, involuntarily. Nice, nice word for that. Um, no, you're probably right. And I think about that here in Arizona, and we've um, this is where we set up. This is where we um, uh, threw down roots. You know, mm-hmm. businesses and and you know investments and kids being raised in our you know being raised here and being sent to our local schools, right. So you get into that, you know, 20, 30 years, or think about it. You might get into it, people in New York who are there for generations and have generational um, cattle ranches, farms, you name it. Even people in California, you think about, well, just leave. Well, that gets really hard when you've got, you know, your five kids there and 13 grandkids and everybody's rooted down as well. But Mm -hmm. all of a sudden you wake up one day decades later and everything has changed around you. Yeah, and everything's different. And you're like, how did how did how did this happen? Now I've got all my stuff here, all my business, all my my roots my and everything, my and, family. Yeah. And I don't want to leave, but this is insanity. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what I think happens in oh, a it lot of places. In so every that could state happen here. Is. I think that may very well happen here. Yeah,
1: and it can happen as on the, the other end too. I mean, really, I guess yeah. if you were stuck in a red state and you hated their policies on, you know, basically everything but that's where you live and, you know, maybe you're a Democrat and you just can't stand their policies and wish they had, you know, whatever, Mm -hmm. X, Y, and Z. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And speaking of that, you have an email from a, do you have that email from a California refugee? But hang on one second. Uh, If you need to refinance your home, if you need to get and shovel out of uh, that massive credit card debt and you're in a home already, maybe you got equity there, maybe you can refinance that all into one new lower uh, monthly payment and try to dig yourself out. Why don't you call Kim Dawson at Nova Home Loans? Um, Angela and I have used Kim Dawson at Nova Home Loans in the past. She did a great job for us on an investment property. When you call her, mention a Jeff Horvitz, she'll get $250 off the lender's fee at closing. Whether you're doing a refinance, new finance, um, cash-out refinance, consolidation, second homes, off-grid properties, you name it. Kim Dawson at Nova Home Loans. She knows her stuff, especially in northern Arizona. 928-310-6458. 928-310-6458. Or go to NovaHomeLoans.com slash Kim Dawson. Kim Dawson, NLS 697411. Nova Home Loans, NLS 3087. BK number zero nine zero two four two. Equal housing opportunity. Subject credit approval. Terms and conditions may apply. Got to say it. Right? Every time. Every time. All right. I appreciate all your emails. Talk with Jeff at iCloud dot com. Got an email from we've been saying it all show.
1: Liz. Liz. Thank see, you, I remembered that time.
0: Before you even said it. It was there. You didn't <laughs> even give me a chance. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com.
1: Okay, Liz writes, I just moved to Flag from San Diego, refugee here, forced from my home due to politics. So I promise I brought none of California politics with me. My husband is originally from Tucson, so we are hoping we can help save Arizona because California is a lost cause. True. I just got wind of the gender studies hitting FUSD. I am distraught as our main reason for leaving California was this trend starting in the schools. I was trying to find out who the conservative board members are. (laughs) I'm going to stop right there because there are none. Okay, so stop looking.
0: Um, you don't and, have to look far, Liz. Yes.
1: I found an article about how they blocked you from being in their meeting. OMG, I cannot believe this bleep really hap- actually happens.
0: I don't think that blocked me.
1: No, there was other people. I had a, they I had a guest. Yeah, there was on, a
0: guest on that um, did. Yeah, that got blocked yeah. from being in there. Some, um, said oh, something. you may have, Liz, real quick, and there's more to this email. You may have heard about an issue I had with them providing me information. Oh, yeah. Um, And you know what? I better recheck on that because I was getting press releases and I haven't seen any in a couple weeks. So Mm. I need to make sure I'm still getting those. But the Goldwater Institute stepped in because basically I was told I wasn't going to get the press releases, but then they reversed course. They started spend sending me press releases, and let me make sure I'm still getting them, <laughs> okay. you know? And we were getting press releases. I'm sure we still are, because Goldwater is really good about making sure yeah, that, that yeah. stuff happens. So anyway, go on.
1: Uh, so she ends it by saying she hopes she can connect and either one, maybe talk about this and help get more parents to upcoming board meetings to fight it. Mm-hmm. And to know who she can talk to, to join the grassroots fight on this, to help save this country and the next generation.
0: Now Liz. Oh, I, okay. I, got, I this might take a couple of days here, Liz. Um, I, I'm so happy that she's, you can tell she's right, willing to fight and try to change mm-hmm. what's happening. Um, Liz also acknowledges that they left California because it was quote unquote, a lost cause. Mm-hmm. Um, I never want to discourage people from getting active and trying to change, you know, politics and situations. Mm-hmm. But I would almost take, and I have taken, Liz, and obviously you're new today, so maybe I've been listening for you know years and years. I gave up on Flagstaff Unified School District a long time ago, 2020 to be exact. Yeah, 2020 was it, but we should have given up years before earlier. That. But, but it, that it was a straw right there. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Um, just as you left California because it's a lost cause, meaning that, hey, this battle's no longer worth fighting. The Titanic hit the iceberg. There's no welding this together. Mm -hmm. Things, we're just rearranging deck chairs at this point and playing music as it goes down and hoping we can all fit on the door. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um, FUSD is a lost cause. And, um, I know you're distraught over that. And, um, I assume you're living in Flagstaff. She maybe maybe that's,
1: she moved to Flagstaff. Yeah.
0: So. Um, Flagstaff's a very leftist community. Yeah. Uh, just,
1: just because Arizona's, uh, well, it's, it's becoming more purple, but, yeah. you know, it's been a red state for a long time. Yeah, yeah. There
0: are still pockets of. Well, um, there, there's pockets of yeah. leftism yeah. more so. Um, Flagstaff's really a pocket of leftism in a, a, a kind of a sea of red. Northern mm-hmm. Arizona is very conservative. Right, but Flagstaff um, is not. Yes, but Yavapai County, Navajo County. I mean, Mojave, you yeah, have really conservative. Mm-hmm. I mean, most of Northern Arizona is very uh, conservative. Coconino County is one of the bluest of blue um, counties, and Flagstaff's one of the bluest of blue cities in the state, if not the country. I mean, that's why we have the highest minimum wage, one of the highest in the nation, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, so as far as that goes, I'm not willing to say Flagstaff's a lost cause, but the politics are definitely, you know, we at least have one pretty conservative member on mm-hmm. the city council, right?
1: Yeah. Um, um, but yeah. I would contend that that's just because there weren't others running. There wasn't running a lot of candidates, yeah. And she got in basically by default and no, you know, yeah
0: like no good point
1: not to diminish her effort because i know she had an effort but you know when there's three slots and there's two names yeah you know you don't it it almost doesn't matter where you lie politically
0: so liz just to i'm just trying to lay out the whole thing because i've i've been in the state a long time and i've been ingrained in the politics from state level to local levels and all things all points in between um and i've just seen it change so dramatically uh the Flagstaff, you yeah, you're not gonna. You're, I I sh- I can't say never, and I can't I can't speak to a certain certainty because I try not to do that. But for me, the efforts are not worth it to try to change the Flagstaff Unified School District because right. um, there are no conservative members,
1: and there was some that ran the last election. Now walloped, couldn't, yeah, just yeah. It wasn't even close.
0: There are no conservative voices. Just a couple months ago, I was watching one of their meetings. And it was so laughable and embarrassing watching it because all the members were just dribbling out the same leftist stuff when it came to ESAs. But even the staff was joining. And usually staff is a little more reserved and tries not to get political. Even they were like that. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know, I bet you people aren't going to the meetings. Um, I don't know how else to say this other than for me, I'm never going to, I don't tell you what to do, but we gave up and we've been in. I went to FUSD. I was in Coconino High School. Our kids, and all
1: three of our kids did at through, one time. Went through yeah.
0: elementary school. Um, I have brothers and uh, sisters that went through. I have friends that went through FUSD. There's tons of people listening that are still in yeah. FUSD. Yeah. It's not what it was, and I don't think you can change it. And our kids are so valuable and so important, obviously, right? And we want to make sure that we save, like you said, the country for – not only ourselves, but especially the next generation and their kids and stuff. Um, I would look at alternative. I did look at alternatives and charter school was the first thing, but then that turned out to not be a better roses either. Um, Our kids now go to Flagstaff Christian school. Some, for some people that's not the right fit. I don't, that's, that's up to you if you want that uh, type of education. Um, But I don't see FUSD as the option to go to anymore. And I don't see FUSD um, and a lot of public schools, as the option to go to anymore, because you're just sending your kids to the government school, right? And you're sent, and in fuc's case, you're sending them ones that to one that is fully embrace diversity, equity, inclusion. Did she mention that? She mentioned um, the gender studies, gender studies, diversity, equity, inclusion. All of that stuff is very important to that board, and apparently, a m- majority of the. Much the, of the, the parents staff. Are, nobody's the, showing up in mass to protest them, yeah. and I haven't seen them do that really. So I don't yeah. think you're going to see them do that. So y- you can do it, and you can try to change that, um, but you may be um, blowing in the wind a bit
1: Yeah, and, 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 uh, and not making much like headway. two, whatever, two, three years ago, whenever they were going crazy with the mask requirements yeah. and the yeah. vaccinations and whatever other stuff that schools were... You know, forcing down people's throats. Um, there was a group that became quite active from across Flagstaff. There was. was. And um I think they've they've kind of come together on Facebook a lot and gotten to know each other and get organized that way. So she might wanna search some of the Facebook pages um for other parents that feel the same way as her and, and try and meet some others and see if she can pull something together with them. Cause they've been yeah. active in the past. Yeah.
0: That's, that's fair enough. I don't want to be the person of like who sounds burnt out from all this and says, I don't want to do it anymore. It's just, I've learned to harness and focus my efforts on things um, that I, and, and changing the education system is absolutely worth it. Don't get mm-hmm. me wrong. But I'd look at it and say, it's such a lost cause in that area that I'd rather, help other schools and get my kids to other schools because there are yeah. other schools you have options you you got open enrollment in, in arizona right you've got yeah. esas yes. where you can go to private schools you can homeschool and um when it comes to my kids i just can't spend years and years trying to fix something that i'm really not convinced is even fixable at this point right until enough parents are up in up in arms i got a uh, message from um mark howitt that um fusd is looking at changing sex ed for grades two, five, seven, nine, and 11 grade two. Really? Um, and one of the things, just one example here that instead of using the terms boys and girls, they want to make sure they change it to quote unquote people. So you can't, you you can't even, you know, they're, they're that far deep into it, Liz, where it's like, they don't even want to specify the two genders, the two genders. And when you get to that philosophical difference, or is that, is that even the right word that, um, just in, in my head uh, you know nature
1: <laughs> and there's <laughs> I mean, you get nothing to the basics. wrong with calling a boy a boy and a girl a girl
0: no but they're getting to the point where they don't even want that they
1: they won't do that they, they want to yeah.
0: erase look look it's and i've seen it for years i just I, i'd hate to see you um, move to arizona and get a california feeling because you moved to a, a city that's very california like um and then think that the school district is going to change. I think it's just going to probably get, get worse yeah. and worse. So there's alternative schools Look for alternatives, you might but that's totally up consider to consider that. Yeah. You might want to, I hope that helped Liz. And I really do appreciate that email. Talk with Jeff at com. That's talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. All right. uh sliders at sportsman's bar and grill going on right as we speak.
1: Maybe we should do that for dinner.
0: Maybe we should do that for dinner. And, um, they got some great uh, great daily specials going on at Sportsman's. They've always got their $4 menu at Sportsman's Bar and Grill, voted Best Sports Bar in Flagstaff, uh, just north of downtown Flagstaff, but plenty of parking right there in the Basha Shopping Center. Stop on by, get a great drink, get a great meal, have a good time, check out some great games on all their TVs, all the sports actions at Sport- Sportsman's Bar and Grill. Back in a minute. If you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up The Jeff Orbit Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. You're listening to The Jeff Orbit Show. Eric and Lisa Boatner at All State Insurance Agency have done such a great job for Angela and I reviewing all of our policies and also um, we've gotten some uh, better rates than we were getting before. So it, it can yeah, still we've, happen. We've saved some money this year. We have. And that's um, most people I talk to, they're like, I certainly didn't save any money. My insurance is well, just going up. Well, I only did because we moved. Yeah, because our insurance rates kept yeah. going up. So call Eric Boatner, Lisa Boatner at 928-774-8722. Homeowners insurance, you know, your vehicles, all, all the normal stuff that you need, um, including life insurance, motorcycle, RV, off-road vehicles, boats. Eric Boatner, Lisa Boatner at All State Agency in Flagstaff, 928-774-8722. Welcome back. So the city of Phoenix is expecting a budget deficit, $103 million, according to the Arizona Republic. I don't know what their overall budget is. I'm sure it's many, many um, billions of dollars. Um, oh, two billion projected budget. The city is expecting a one-time surplus of eighty million in the upcoming fiscal year as part of its two million dollar projected budget. The surplus is due. No, that's that's incorrect. Um, oh, I guess they're in a surplus. They're expecting the the deficit next year, so they're still in the surplus. They're still burning through the money, but what they're expecting is um, deficits going forward, and they're concerned um, that over the next two years they're going to have about one hundred and three million dollars in shortfall. So. Some money now, but then an expected uh, projected budget deficit going forward. So I think this is going to continue to be a problem in, in a lot of cities. More and more cities. More and more cities going forward. Um, city experienced during the Great Recession, and this is how everything keeps going round and round. $277 million deficit at the height of the Great Recession. Um, and they really didn't... Get out of that. And Mark Howitt and I were talking about this the other day until 2014. It, it, it's just think about how many years it took. Uh, because I remember when I was on the city council in Flagstaff, which was 2012, you were talking about this the other day. The budgets were, there's a hole in the ship,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? Mm-hmm. And that was the thing until about 2014. So it took years to come out of that. So now they're expecting, they're, they're kind of finishing going through um, the extra money, And the state's kind of in the same uh, game as well right now, but it's definitely starting to trend down. The state's going from the, what was it? uh, 18, 18 18.2 billion. And now all of a sudden, just a couple of years later, now they're getting back down to like 15 or 16, something something like that. And it's continued to project to go um, downward as economic activity has continued to, uh, to slow. So I wonder what will happen in a lot of these cities as far as their you know, big departments, Flagstaff, for example, has a sustainability division.
1: Yeah, I wonder what added. will happen to yeah, some well, of those what do you kind cut? of fringe ones. Yeah,
0: When? well, yeah, or does that become mainstream and it's all of a sudden, well, we really don't need to plow the roads because yeah. that's bad for the environment because you're – maybe that's it. Maybe – that. remember we had some problems plowing roads mm-hmm. in this last big storm? I'm I'm just okay. Let's get on our tinfoil hat. It, it would if you were kind of a sustainability kind of, you know, leftist person, wouldn't that be something you'd go and say, just plow less?
1: Well, and, yeah. Diesel. Let's just gradually cut back, and, Scratch, and maybe we'll, they won't uh, notice. Yeah,
0: I don't know. <laughs>
1: Conditioning don't, us for less and less.
0: Yeah, we we live in a world that the attorney general is <laughs> of, of of New York is suing beef producer over cow flatulence. So, do you think it's out of the realm of possibility that they say? You yeah, don't fix that road. Let it turn. They, were, they used to talk about this. Turn the roads back to dirt. I, I remember that remember too. That? Yeah. Turn. We got too many paved roads. Turn them back to dirt because yeah. it's it's better for the environment. I guess unless you get all the dust going up from all the cars. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Remember out in Donny Park, which is north of Flagstaff, um, before all those houses got out there. Because believe it or not, they they used to not be houses out there. It was big open field. Mm-hmm. Tony Park. Yeah, <laughs> we, we have been here for a while, right? And yeah, when and, they, uh,
1: they used to have a lot of like bean fields and corn fields bean out there, fields, things like that. Yeah, ahead.
0: and there was a few houses out there. You had Cromer School, and then a couple houses, and then more went out, more went mm-hmm. out. But they were all dirt roads. Yeah, there was a cloud of dust out there. They finally yeah. paved most yeah, they of did. them. Yeah. Um. So yeah, doing that is, is not exactly environmentally friendly either. You know, having all the dust, the dust come up all yeah. the time. So anyway, so yeah, we'll see if um what this means for places like Phoenix. Is this a leading indicator? Because what I noticed in – and I've been really paying attention to this stuff since, let's call it the early 2000s, and watching the tech boom and bubble, and then that sunk down, and then they pumped it back up, got the housing bubble, and then that collapsed and started kind of tanking again, and then COVID hit, and they blew that up, and then they pumped more money. And I've seen this happen time and time again, but during the cycles, I've seen governments – who have become strapped and then they find new ways to try to tax you and figure out to get revenues to keep the important government programs that they created during the last boom cycle. You know, they have to keep those going because Mm -hmm. before the last boom cycles, it didn't exist. Like again, back to the sustainability department and Flagstaff that consumes 5% of the city's general fund that didn't even exist. Right. Mm -hmm. So you create that during boom times And then it collapses, and then they're like, "Oh, we've got all these essential services and departments." Like, but it wasn't essential five years ago. Why is it important now? So, what happens when this thing tanks? And we're already seeing some indications of that uh, to these city budgets. What do they do? Yeah, usually
1: they'll come up with some nominal, somewhat nominal fees for. This or that that weren't there before, yeah. like remember the a dot fee, and that was like thirty two dollars per registration, and then people got a little mad about that, and they took it off, but they still got a couple of years out of it before they could get rid of it, so they always find some kind of some way to help generate something. You Know in a pinch, I guess.
0: Oh, so they find something they did it after 08. It was the Republicans that did that one, actually. It was Jan Brewer came mm-hmm. in that did the one cent tax, yeah. After um, what was her name that went to Obama administration?
1: Napolitano. Napolitano
0: was the governor. She fled to go get the post
1: Homeland Security, Homeland Security. Mm-hmm. Oh man,
0: with <laughs> remember that mm-hmm. with Obama, and then you had Napolitano got in there, and then they passed a one cent sales tax statewide. Mean Brewer got in there, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, Brewer got in there, passed a one cent sales tax. And then we we're all paying higher during tough times. Mm-hmm. Had to all pay higher to make up for the shortfall. And then they sold, yeah. the, they sold the capital. Yeah. They sold the Capitol buildings. Ay, 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 time and time again. All right. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Back to this one I, I talked, touched on last hour. A Texas judge has ruled that uh, police cannot arrest uh, illegals who come across into Texas. They, they had set a new law saying that local law enforcement could arrest the illegals. Right? right. And that's supposed to be what the feds are, are going to do. Um, a federal judge has now stepped in and says that the state of Texas cannot exercise immigration authority without the permission from the federal government. Of course, the federal government is going to say, no, we want all these people to flood in. We're letting right. all these million, seven plus million since, um, Ob- um not Obama, Biden, same yeah. thing, really. <laughs> Except Obama could string a sentence together. So,
1: okay. So some person is attempting to cross the border, border or just walks yeah. across, yeah. even in the border crossing, the legal crossing area, or non-legal. And they see two different uniforms. One is the federal uniform. One is the state.
0: Better run to the federal guy. Better
1: run to the federal guy. Yeah. And then they, they tell all the people behind them in the line or whatever, go, go to, to the federal guy. uniform, not yeah. the other one.
0: Yeah. Well, even take it another way. Let's say there's this convenience store right on the border, right? And there's a fence behind it, and there's a hole in the fence, right? And there's a cop there, like a local cop, Mm -hmm. right? And they're getting some coffee, right, or something. And they're hanging out, and they walk out, and somebody... Clearly steps through the fence from the Mexico side into the U.S. The cop's sitting there with his coffee, and he's like, dude, you're under arrest. You just violated I you, just you, watched you. U.S. Yeah. law, Texas law. I just watched you come through the border. Um, you're under arrest. Fine. Or better yet, yeah, just deport them, just, just handcuff Turn them him around and, and get, push them back, back through. through the fence <laughs> say, yeah, we're not taking any more right now. <laughs> they um, you know, Gump seat's taken. Yeah, we're yeah. all full, <laughs> right? I mean, yeah. so why wouldn't local law enforcement have the ability in a clear situation like that? Now, Mark Howitt and I was talking about this um, earlier in the week. But in a clear situation like that, maybe a little extreme, but I bet you it happens where somebody yeah. clearly sees someone coming over. They know they're illegal. Mark and I were talking about the constitutional issues earlier in the week because Arizona has proposed and I think we'll have representative Chaplick on the program Monday and he's the one behind us that our law enforcement here should be able to enforce, uh, and arrest and detain people who are clearly illegal. And we were like, well, it's, it's one thing to be driving around and because places did get in trouble in the past for profiling and things. And it's like, all of a sudden you arrest somebody because um, they look like they're illegal or something. Mm -hmm. That's not going to fly. Right. And there's constitutional issues there, but when it's so blatant, like the extreme example I gave, I guess,
1: yeah. Coming through the
0: fence, we should be able to utilize our own state forces, law enforcement, show you, uh, to arrest these people.
1: Yeah. I mean, we can, we know in in our own Southern border in our state, I mean, there's miles and miles and miles after miles of desert. Yeah, and they patrol around there. And if you come across people that don't have documents that are wandering through the desert with nothing but a pack on their back, and they can't produce documents, of obvious, it's like no one else would be wandering around the desert. Yeah. With no supplies. Yeah, well, you go, except to, for, you go up to them, what are you, on yeah. a nature hike? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, 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 we it, just came they across. They, no one else would do that because yeah. it is so remote and so rugged out there in some areas. Oh, but Angela, no one else would do what it.
0: What if someone's on a nature hike and you no, just profile? Not. No, and it's just like, where's the common sense there? I get it. You're not driving around and you're in the middle of Phoenix and you pull someone over because you think they're illegal. No,
1: that's different. No, clear
0: yeah. cases like you just yeah. mentioned, like I mentioned with mm-hmm. my, you know, coffee and a fence. yeah. It, we should be able to do that. No the federal judge says no in, in Texas. So you know they're going to say no here. And the Biden administration can f- continue to fail at one of the basic core functions of the federal government, which is securing and protecting our border from invasion. And that's exactly what's going on. All right. Uh, good time to uh, get some training when it comes to the Second Amendment, when it comes to firearms. When you do that at Timberline Firearms and Training, just five minutes north of the Flagstaff Mall. Uh, they've got the best training courses out there. Whether you're new to firearms, somewhere in the middle or expert level, go to Timberline Firearms and Training or give them a call at 928-526-7900. Book a course right now. Concealed carry is another option. Once a month, stop the bleed is a great option as well. Could save your life or life of uh, you know a loved one. Again, call them up, book a training course at 928-526-7900, uh, or go out and visit their great indoor shooting range. They've got firearms, they got ammunition, uh, Liberty Safes as well. Check it out, Timberline Firearms and Training, and visit them online at timberlinefirearms.us. One more here for you. Don't forget about <clears throat> excuse me, my great friend uh, Glenn Least at WT Wealth Management. Uh, I talk to him often, as you know, uh, for financial advice and to see what's going on in the markets. Uh, why don't you give him a call and have a portfolio review? I think you'll find that Glenn shares a lot of the same values that you do as well. Here's his number for Glenn here's the number for Glenn Least at 928-225-2474. That's Glenn Least at WT Wealth Management at 928-225-2474. Or you can send him a quick email at g G-L-E-E-S-T at wtwealthmanagement.com. if you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up The Jeff Horvitz Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. This is The Jeff Horvitz Show. tell you my price hike experience here in just a second but if you want to save a little bit on lunch go to namarco's pizza they've still got a great lunch special You get pizzas um, a slice you know and a uh, salad and a drink what is that nine bucks it's like 10 bucks with yeah, tax 10, 10 and think. a little bit of change yeah. uh other great lunch specials as well every day you know monday through friday so check that out plus take the family on out to namarco's pizza get a great pizza great wings um craft beers, things like that. Yeah, the Marcos Pizza, three locations in Flagstaff. Order online at namarcospizza.com. Earlier, I was talking about the Chapwood Index because the PPE came out today, Pro- producer price index, and it was, you know, I think high once again, in my opinion. I think it came in at 2.8, but that means you still, still got inflation on top of the inflated numbers. The Chapwood Index shows a list of 500 everyday items in America's 50 largest metro areas. That's all way up. Um, and then I went to a big box store today to buy a, a, some lumber. And I just bought this like two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. that's a new number on there.
1: Yeah. You were getting one of the same item that you bought yeah. two
0: weeks ago. And I was like, you know what? I think I took a picture of this because mm-hmm. I was, price. I was price comparing. Yeah. Should I build this fence this way or that way? And I was looking at different materials, trying to out to get the cost down because everything is super expensive. And, um, I was like, that is, yeah, that's another, it's flipped. You know, it's, it's a higher figure now. It was like it was 16 um, something, 1650 something, and then it was 17 something. Something today. It rolled over. Yeah. Um, now, lumber is a little trickier because it's always, it fluctuates it does, greatly. Yeah. It really does. Um, so I don't know. If it, just, it just fit in well for me because I was like, that flipped over. You it's calculated a, three, a 3%. 3%, 3%, yeah. 3% increase in the cost for that piece of wood. It's just treated four by four. And um, 3% in two weeks you know and we're seeing that all over the place like i said earlier the oil that we bought for the mini Mm um know, it's what 7.99 for a lot of this this oil maybe get a little cheaper it might be like a might be sketchy
1: it's got chunks
0: chunks in it (laughs) it's like the used oil unfiltered (laughs) all right hey if you got any comments always love hearing from you talk with jeff at icloud.com weekly roundup tomorrow And uh, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, do that too. I appreciate everyone who's done that. Look up Orvitz on your favorite podcast provider. Hit that subscribe button. Give us comments as well. Everybody have a great, safe night. Take care. See you soon. Information provided on The Jeff Horvitz Show does not constitute legal, medical, financial, or tax advice. All information is the opinions of the host and guests. You should always seek the advice of a professional regarding any of these complex issues to make sure all circumstances of your situation are properly considered. Hey, if you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up The Jeff Horvitz Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. This is the Jeff Orbit Show. If you're looking for a home for lease, I have a two bedroom, one bath home available right now. It's in a duplex, uh, really nice. And it's one of those that were built a while ago, but it's been remodeled. So that means you got more space. You know, the new ones nowadays, you get, it's like living in a closet, two bedroom, one bath for $15.99 per month. Uh, check it out at flagstaff 4 or send an email rent at flagstaff 4 rent at flagstaff4lease.com. Again, a two bedroom, one bath. Uh, home in a duplex available right now for $15.99. flagstaff is an equal housing opportunity.